Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now, the Business Council of Canada has acknowledged the federal government's steps to proactively support Canada and Canadians during the pandemic. But the Council's president and CEO, Goldie Hyder, is also alerting more action from Ottawa may be required. And Mr. Hyder joins us on The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Mr. Hyder, thank you very much for the time. Uh, is it possible to measure the actual impact of the pandemic on Canada's business sector at this time? No, but I can tell you it's a very serious situation, Roy. I mean, this is first and foremost uh, a health care crisis, and I feel for all of those that are in our health care system that are having to not only do what they normally do, but also have to deal with uh, what likely is going to be greater pressure on our health care system than we can and we've seen certainly since SARS, if not, uh, if not even before that. From an economic perspective, look, you're not going to stimulate your way out of a pandemic. We have to deal with the health issue first and foremost, and I think there is much more we can talk about what uh, needs to be done to, uh, by Canadians, uh, let alone businesses, to do that. Why don't we do that? Why don't you give us an idea of what it is Canadians can do, what business can do, and then what the government also has the power and the, and the influence and, and, the, and the legal right to do? Well, look, uh, we have to recognize that, um, uh, you know, this is a very, very serious situation. And I, I respect that any time you're in a crisis, you know, um, you're managing a lot of things at the same time. I think the federal government and the provincial governments have been doing their level best to work together. And, and frankly, I think this is when Canada can work and Canada does work very well. We do need to get some consistency in our messaging. Um, you know, there is some challenges if people hear different things. Uh, I noted just with interest that uh, some friends of mine were in Toronto last night and said in Toronto, you know, the bars, the restaurants, it was like just any other Friday. Uh, but here in Ottawa, I can tell you people have really pulled back uh, in terms of taking seriously the importance of containing this thing through social distance. So my message to your listeners and to all Canadians is, is you know, do what the, the government, but particularly the public health officials are telling us to do. You know, follow that advice because that will allow us to control our own fate. It will allow us to perhaps, you know, uh, contain and curtail this in a sh quicker period of time than has been the case before. I've uh, wondered about the message that is repeated again and again and again, and that is that 80% of people who contract the virus will have fairly mild symptoms. I think that gives us a false sense of security. We might have a better, it might be better if we looked at the overall picture, the global picture, and, and see what's going on in other countries and recognize the fact that we've never been here before. This is something that we're learning about as we go day to day, and let's, let's learn from those who are further along the curve than we are. Yeah, that's absolutely right, Roy, and, and I think people should be doing more of that. I wake up every morning and I look at the statistics on what took place the night before in many of these other countries, and I'm sure your listeners are tracking closely what's going on in Italy and, you know, another 364-odd deaths overnight, and that's very concerning because their mortality rate is running at 7%. You've got the average mortality rate on this thing at around 3.5%, or so. Iran's at 4.8%. we are a very small percentage of that, by my calculations, less than 0 0.05. Um, or 0.5. But the problem is, is that that gives you a false sense of comfort. We need to be mindful that, you know, this disease, uh, this uh, virus can hide. <laughs> it could be prevalent in people who may or may not even know it. Uh, so we have to act responsibly. And as I keep saying, um, there, is a, there is a way to do something about this, and it's our own behaviors. Each and every one of us does not need to be told what to do. We know what to do. We have to contain this disease, or this virus, excuse me, and we have to keep the social distance. You know, many of our businesses that I've been speaking 
speaking to, which are the largest employers in the country, have gone above and beyond what's being asked by the health officials. They've really started to contain, uh, you know, the workforce, uh, limiting uh, any need for meetings, uh, obviously stopping all international travel and local travel unless absolutely necessary, and it, it better be absolutely necessary. Right. Because we're of the view that the longer we let this uh, go, um, the more likely it is that the pain will be even harder on both the healthcare system and the economic system. Well, let me so let me ask you very clear. We control our own fate here. Yeah, let me talk to you about the economy again and the business sector in this country because uh, that's where the jobs are. This is where Canadians go for their you know this is how, how we economically survive as individuals and families and collectively as a country. So the federal government has taken initial steps, and you've congratulated them that on that. But you've also said the federal government may need to take more actions than they've done uh, to, to, this, to this point. What might be required from the business sector in this country from Ottawa? Well, it, it may be that um, you know we may have to endure some shorter-term pain to get some of that longer-term recovery that I'm speaking about, and we may have to really learn from the lessons of China and from Italy and from Korea and Japan and Singapore and others where parts of the economy have effectively gone into a shutdown uh, in order to ensure that the, we can limit the spread uh, of the virus. Uh, we do have businesses, though, that are essential services that need to understand uh, how are they supposed to operate, how are they supposed to manage in the grocery industry and in the, in the pharmaceutical industry and telemedicine and other things where there's opportunities for the private sector to be more actively a partner with government. I'm afraid to say that one of the things that many of our members are noting and are seeing is, is that one of the untold stories is the increase in mental health uh, issues around the country as people start to have anxiety and fret and get concerned about, you know, where will I be if I lose my job? What will happen to my mortgage if I can't pay it? What will happen to my family, etc.? So there is a lot of things going on at the same time, and I think we need to ensure that there is a, a cooperative partnership with the government and business and labor and, and, and others to help Canadians know that we're going to get through this because at the end of the day, this is a temporary event. What we don't know is how temporary it is. And specific businesses like tourism, transportation, retail, uh, you know, manufacturing, small businesses, they're going to require specific help uh, on, un- on unemployment because uh, I suspect those numbers are going to go up. The liquidity issue, which the Bank of Canada and the, gov- and, the, and the finance minister addressed on Friday, are extremely key to make sure that we can keep the credit system flowing. These are big things. People don't spend their time worrying about it, but they need to have confidence that we are and we're working with the government to make sure that the, the infrastructure that's necessary is functional and it's Well, let me take this a step further uh, and look back at the same time. Is Canada in a stronger position to weather the storm today as we were in 2009 when we were the envy of the rest of the world in the recession that almost became a depression? Yeah, look, I, I, th- I think we, I think we are. Um, you, you know, we we are recommending to the finance minister that he at least consider putting in place an economic advisory committee that is about the recovery. I know that seems like a, a long ways away for people who are listening today, but I do think we need to take this moment and put some people into a room and tell them that look, it's September one. We've just been through this crisis. This is the situation with the economy. This is the state of our deficit and our debt. What are the things that we need to do to to recover the the economy? And I think there's a number of things that we can do. And again, Roy, the common theme here is these are things under our own control, the regulatory burdens that we put on people, the the red tape, you know, all of the things that um, the the inability to build trade infrastructure, the interprovincial trade barriers. These are all things that would help with an economic recovery, which people should be also working on at the same time as they're managing the crisis. I'm going to ask a number of people as we go through these programs, as we move forward, 
One question, and I'm not asking everybody this. I'm just going to ask some people, and you're one of them. Uh, Mr. Hyder, I respect you. Um, wh- how is this affecting you, Goldie Hyder, personally? Well, I guess the uh, first thing we've done is we've shut down our office, Roy. Um, no one's going to be uh, at the offices, and when you're in a business like we are, you know, the collaboration, the interaction is obviously a big part of the chemistry that allows us to have the, the, the impact that we do, so it's going it's to clearly affect us. Um, I was uh, potentially exposed to uh, a minister who luckily turned out to be negative um, over the last five days, and I can tell you during those five days we were quite concerned as a family immediately. You know, I've got um, in-laws who've cancelled their trip to come from India. My daughter's in Toronto, not sure if she's going to be coming back. So it has a personal impact on all of us. We all have our stories, but as I keep saying, we do control the, the, the destiny here for, for us as a country and us as a people. Do what the health officials are telling you to do. Go above and beyond it. And take this seriously, Canadians, because this is a very real thing. Don't get comfort and complacent about this issue. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.